Hello and welcome back to the next episode of the Premier League Project. So today we're going to be reviewing the Man City win, which was 1-0 over Arsenal at the Emirates. So we've got on George, who is a Man City fan, or confesses to be at least. So George, how are you? I'm all right, mate. How are you? I'm not bad. I'm not bad at all. <laughs> but I mean, I'm, I, I say I'm not bad. I've just watched an absolutely awful game of football. So I'm yeah, not, it, it I'm not the peak in the happiness, to be honest. Anyway, as I always say, let's, let's fly all the way back to when the team sheets came out. So, there was no Jesus, so again, you were doing this sort of false nine thing, mm. um, and you had De Bruyne playing that. How did you How did you sort of, what were your sort of initial reaction to that? Uh, I, I was excited to see De Bruyne back into the team. Um, I, didn't, I didn't really mind too much that Jesus wasn't starting. Um, yeah. It was basically one of our strongest teams. I think Ford and Mares, but... And then we, we're pretty much sending out our strongest team. So yeah. Arsenal, to be fair. Yeah, no, I, I, to be honest, I didn't actually think De Bruyne had a particularly good game. In fact, I've written down my notes, De Bruyne, poor. So, because <laughs> at, at the end of the game, there was someone that said, oh, yeah, and we saw a masterclass from De Bruyne in 60 minutes. Some some words of that ilk, anyway. And I was thinking to myself, you're talking nonsense here. It were, I didn't think he were all good, to be honest. But what did you make of his performance? Um... Well, it's never easy to come back from an injury and then... No, that is fair, yeah. Especially when he's play, he he was playing at the level that he, that he does. It's kind yeah. of hard to get straight back into the swing of things. I'm sure he will, but that game in particular, I don't think he was poor, but I don't think he was great. Like I thought he missed a lot of passes. Not he, saw, he still has the vision, obviously, because he's going to have that, but his actual execution of the passes, I thought, wasn't sort of at the sort of peaks that you expect from De Bruyne. No, I, I agree, I agree. And I think that'll just come back with time, like, they'll start connecting and it'll just, I think he just needs a bit of time after coming back from injury. He wasn't, I wouldn't say he was poor, but he, he wasn't noteworthy. <laughs> yeah, no, I, 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 he started quite well, because I think he made one pass originally, and I was like, yeah, he's soft, just back and nothing's changed. Mm. But um, then I just didn't, he was misplacing passes that you just don't expect with a player of De Bruyne's sort of level no, no. Uh, yeah I don't, I don't really know what else to say apart from he, he could have been better he could have done more but so could the rest of the team it wasn't the most convincing yeah no you're victory. right and then the other sort of major thing was the fact that Rodrigue was dropped or I guess replaced with um, Fernandinho what was the sort of initial reaction to that Rodrigue this season has been absolutely phenomenal like yeah he just He's just the generally just knows what he's doing. But so is Fernandinho. And Fernandinho is, what is he now, 36, 37? Yeah, uh, so. Coming up to the end of his contract. Um, hopefully we give him a new one. He just knows the game so well as yeah. well. So it's never easy to pay. He's like, 35, actually. 35, sorry. Um, I think it was a, I don't think it was a bad call because Fernandinho was an absolute unit. He's quite a hard man, isn't he, Fernandinho, if you know what I mean? Like, yeah, he's, a, yeah. he's a real... That's what he sort of edges above Rodrigo. Rodrigo's a bit better on the ball, I find, but Fernandinho, like, you're not, you're not getting bullied in that midfield with him in it. No, no. And I just think it, it could have been Peps or, like, who we were, who we would have been coming up against in-game. It would have been, like, Odegaard or something. And mm. maybe he did think that he needed the more defensive midfielder um out the, out the two 
Yeah. No, I do, I do agree. Um, but he, 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 the thing with Fernandinho is he's really good at making like fouls that are not going to get a book in, but just sort of break the game up. I don't think you've seen that. Little little tactical fouls, just little nicks or little... Yeah. Yeah, he's very good at that. He just knows the game so well. Yeah, he's just, he's just an experienced head, isn't he? That just yeah, yeah. knows what he's and doing. That's, that's what I like to say. We've got a lot of young players coming through and then we've got somebody like him to to help them who's who knows who's played the game for a lot of years now so it's good, good to see a bit of a bit of old age in there sometimes <laughs> <laughs> then so then you start going on to the game then you started quite well didn't you first I thought first 25 minutes 30 minutes you were absolutely some of the best football I've seen from you all season oh what, yeah. well how did you think you, you got another goal in that but like, what did you think of that um, well, obviously we scored in like the second or third minute. Brilliant yeah. start, and we just kept up that momentum. Like first 30, 35 minutes, we just held on to the ball. We played our game, and then, and then towards the back end of the first half, Arsenal kind of like stepped it up, and it become a bit more of an actual game rather than just like a training match. Um, yeah, I think Gary Neville said that didn't he, in the first half that it was yeah a match. So. Yeah, it was. It was. It was weird. We didn't. We didn't really run the game how we usually do, and we just couldn't get that set that second goal. And that, it was always it. Arsenal, yeah, the the tenth in the league, but they're still a good side. And defensively, I think they've, they've got the, like the third best defense this year. Yeah, they, they, they just had a problem that they couldn't score. That was part of the main yeah. issue. Yeah. So I think. It, it it was just a, a sloppy game all over, but we've played a lot of football recently, and it's it's hard to keep up that momentum every single game, playing the way we are every single game. Yeah, I did think going back to that sort of first thirty minutes where you were sort of terrific. Mares just had Tierney because I rate Tierney, I think he's a good fullback, but Mares yeah. absolutely had his number. I thought for that. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The I ball mean, Diaz to um, Mares was just seemed to be on every time. <laughs> Yeah, I think Tierney's a great, great left back. Um, but Maris is such a weird player. Like he'll either show up or he won't. Beautiful assist in second minute, but he, he just he doesn't have the energy. And I think Tierney ended up towards like the back end of the game, ended up getting the getting up. Oh, I don't, not really a battler, is he, Maris? He was winning it a lot more, and it, he kind of ran it towards the end of the game. That that wing. Um, but then on the other wing, Sterling, Bellerin was struggling with Sterling. And we, we was attacking a lot down that left wing with Sterling because because Tierney had kind of upped his game a bit and he's a very good defender. I think we wanted to push down that left a bit more and take advantage of Bellerin not being as, as solid as the other fullback. Um, yeah. <laughs> what do you think about the the header then? Because still, they're still in Scarden in the second minute, and there was holding there and Bellerin. And oh, like, terrible defending! What, what, what were going on? I mean, Absolutely. it was a brilliant, brilliant header in his own right, but what on earth were Arsenal doing? He, he, I think holding was marking him, and then the ball came in, and he stepped away from him, and he he didn't he didn't, he didn't even attempt to to go for the ball. I think Sterling he left like a salmon. Yeah. I actually think it was going over Sterling's head. That's what holding thought. But he, he almost just predicted it was going over his head and just misjudged it completely and yeah. then realised 
oh, actually, still in Canada, and by that point, he's in back at net. Yeah, it was, it was a good goal, brilliant cross from Mares, um, but it was just terrible defending. And I think that's literally the only thing we can <laughs> say about that game. That's the only real event. Was yeah, and then going into the second half, then you would you weren't anywhere near. I didn't think the level that you were sort of the first thirty minutes, for example. No, no, attacking wise, defensively was brilliant. Yeah, as John Stone. What sort of went wrong? Was it just the misplaced passes? Because I felt there was quite a few misplaced passes. I think it. I think it was. I think it were. We didn't really have the fluidity that we usually do have, and like I said, it's hard to keep that up every single game. Um, but we just wasn't. We wasn't at our best attacking-wise. Defensively, brilliant, but attacking-wise, no. I think that is... I, I do, I still, I'm still dodgy about Stones. I know he's had a good game again, but I just I can't get it out of my head. I it's think that, that was the absolute at top from John Stones' game. <laughs> yeah, so are you sort of more convinced now with Stones than I am? Definitely. He's proved to everybody that he can do it. He, he was pushed out of the team because of his mistakes. He's got his ironed them out, and now he's just a solid defender. And we can see that when when we're not conceding, we concede like 14, 15 goals all season. Yeah, no, your numbers you can't take away from you. And the one thing you're good at is as well that unlike Spurs, when you're trying to hold them to a game. You do the more better approach, more better approach, in my opinion, where you sort of just try to keep the ball, where Spurs just sort of sit in and then invite pressure. You don't really do that. You sort of just control the game if you get where I'm going with this. Yeah, and, and when we do lose it, it's just constant pressure. Either it could be the 90th minute, it's constant pressure, win that ball back, hold on to it, tap it around, nice little passes, and it's always touch and go, even, even when we're just trying to hold out a game like that. We were still trying to get it up into the final third, make some chances. Yeah, it's, it's very. You have been more sensible though, I think, in recent times, because I would I would sort of give that similar to sort of the both Sheffield United home and away when you won one nil. Mm. Um, there was Southampton game, you won one nil. You you seem to do that a lot more now, where it's just sort of you know what we're not going to get second goal here, we're not playing our best. Let's just make sure we don't concede and just take the win and get back to um, the Etihad. Yeah, I completely agree. It's very clever playing. I think I think that's all from Pep. Pep's just said, look, we're struggling today. Just just hold on, defend. <laughs> well, exactly. That's what you've shot, almost done. You've almost like played yourself into form because if you keep winning, even if it's like one nil, two nil, you end up building up confidence. And I almost think you've sort of just realised you're not in the best sort of state, and then just realise you aren't going to beat teams four nil. So let's just get one nil, and eventually, when we get our confidence back up, the fours nils. And the, the batterings will start to come, and we have, we have seen that. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It was a it was a sloppy game. There was not much to say about it, but it, it was it's a win. I think <laughs> that's, that's eighteen players. That's eighteen all, in a row now. Yeah, I think your best two players, which says it all, were uh, Ruben Diaz and Stones. Yeah, yeah. Would you who would you give man of the match then? Because I know Sky gave it to um, Ruben Diaz. Who do you I'd, think? I'd say. The exact same him or him or stones but he, he he's something else he's got a bit stronger stones as well because there were a point when he knocked over Abamyang. i don't know if you saw a few it times, yeah yeah and it, it would because Abamyang's not a small guy in his own right he's about six foot two himself so mm. oh no he's he, he's doing what a defender should 
he's almost become a bit sort of harder in a way. Yeah, definitely. Like, he's, he's, than... he's not really afraid to battle for it. Yeah, instead of this sort of more soft centre back that you've sort of come to sort of expect from Stones, he's, he's yeah. trying to tarnish that. Way. Yeah, he's changed his game completely. He's a completely different player than what he was last year, the year before, and the year before that. Yeah. Anyway, have you got any more you want to add to it? Because I'm I'm happy to wrap it up. Uh, do you think we'll reach twenty? Twenty uh, wins in a row. Uh, yes, I do. Do you mean twenty league wins in a row, or twenty just wins in a row? How many league wins is it now? Thirteen. Thirteen. Oh, league wins. Do you think we'll do it? I'm gonna say no. Ooh, Fez. Okay. I'm trying to, sorry, I'm just trying to get up our next few games. Um, next game's West Ham. Wolves, Wait. and then the, the Derby on the 7th. I could see that being a draw of the Derby. Yeah, yeah. Day before my birthday as well, so... Next to ruin it. Yeah. Anyway, do you, do you want to wrap it up there, then? Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> no problem. Thanks for listening, everyone. And, yeah, as George has said, thanks for tuning into this episode. Anyway, that is that.